Hello, I'm Jeff Lester, and welcome to Wait, What? Comics Podcast for the Savage Critics website. Our bite-sized finale to episode 58 features reviews from Graham McMillan and me of Green Lantern Corps, Birds of Prey, Daredevil number 4, Witch Doctor number 3, Legion of Superheroes number 1, Captain Adam, the original Legion Lost, X-Men Schism number 4, as well as some thoughts on buying digital. Also, we are holding a fantastic contest with amazing prizes. Well, prize, actually. And your working definition of amazing will have to be pretty loose, but uh, but we hope you check it out anyway. And, as always, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy. Did you read uh, Green Lantern Core with the controversially titled Triumph of the Will? Oh, Triumph of the Will. Shit, you know, it's so funny. I, w- I had the opportunity to and have not yet. Um, I, I, well, I'm, I'm a, a sucker for Green Lantern Corps in general. Right. B, the lead characters are actually my favorite Green Lantern characters now. Mm-hmm. And C, I really like Peter Tomasi doing Green Lantern. Right. So I was pretty much sold on it before I read it. Uh-huh. I really appreciate what he's doing with Guy Gardner and John Stewart. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, wonder how conscious he was of choosing that title, considering the end of the comic is a genocide. He's got to be conscious of it. You know what no, I mean? I mean, like, okay, how much he's actually trying to make people think of the Nazis. Okay. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, just tasteless, because he's like, that is their, they've got willpower. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a good title. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think he, I, I, or he's yeah. trying to make people think of the Nazis. I think we're going to have to wait a while to see, but if you if you mention that there's genocide in there, I originally assumed that it was just sort of um, a, a terribly cross. Yeah, like a, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like well, so like a being a smart. Ass. I pretty much was like, oh, that's tone deaf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then by the time we got to the end, then there's like the villains, whoever they are, have slaughtered an entire planet. Right. Right. I'm like, oh, I wonder if it, I wonder if it was still a horribly tone deaf attempt to bring to mind you know a scale of villainy you know I well, but the thing that's interesting is is again he, I still think both Nazis in general also a problem <laughs> I I, <laughs> I, I, I have a, I have a, I think that he it would surprise me if the story doesn't end with at least some sort of you know kind of finger waving at the inherent fascistic idea behind the of the Green Lantern Corps, you know, because it is, if it's Triumph of the Will, and you've got a bunch of characters that are defined by their willpower, you know, it almost seems like the bad guys are meant to kind of, are going to end up mirroring that, or again, it's going to end up being some sort of bizarre. I, I just... Well, the, if opening, it, the opening has the bad guys say something about where there is a force of will, there is a force of destiny. Right. Yeah, I, it, that's in like one of the. Is that in the opening sequence? It's, yeah, it's in like the third page of the comic. So it's, yeah. it's one of the. Yeah. Again, I was just a little more. I was uncomfortable with the degree of cut it upness. You know, I'm it, just which like. Which is is the like it's the start of the book. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like immediately after that, it moves mm-hmm. away. From, oh, and well, it, moves I guess. To, it moves to to my mind a really nice place, which is Guy Gardner trying to get a job on Earth because mm. he's like I can't be a Green Lantern all the time. Right. And so that, that, you know, I like Guy Gardner's character. I love John Stewart as a character. I especially love John Stewart's character when people remember that he's not just this gun-happy Marine. Um, so having him as a... What do you not mean? Like, there's an awful lot of that where they're like, hey, he's a Marine now, so he'll shoot everything. I know. You told me that, and my mind still boggles. It still doesn't quite make sense. Yeah, so I, I, I really I really like 
to Massey's take that essentially, sure, he was a Marine, but he's actually this really calm, centered man <laughs> who is like, yeah, I can do this horrible stuff, but I don't particularly like doing this horrible stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's a perfectly good take. There's part of me that's like, I, I still have trouble that I'm like, wait, that's supposed to be John Stewart, but I'm sure I'm it's way, like, way behind. Yeah, way behind the group. Yeah, you know, no, I know. Part of mm-hmm. the cartoon. Yeah. Oh, since the cartoon. Interesting. He was military in the cartoon. Hmm. Did not know. Fascinating. Uh, uh, Birds of Prey. Yes, I read that, actually. <laughs> I like you just went, yes. <laughs> well, no, because, uh, yeah. Exists. Mm-hmm. I, I thought I th- actually thought the art looked kind of nice. I thought the oh, it's, art looked it's, nice. It's, it's nice. I mean, he's he's he does good stuff. Uh, I Dwayne Sierzeski. I'm going to totally fuck up his name. I never seem as impressed with him as a lot of other people do. So I read this and I was like, yeah, okay. I mean, it was. Uh, yeah, I was kind of like, well, that didn't totally suck. Right. Exactly. Which I you know it like. Could've. <laughs> this week of DC, that's pretty much uh, one in the wind column. Cause, uh, oof. Um, I I read. Uh, did you did you catch up on Daredevil? Did you have you got been to the no, store? Oh no no no! Wow. I was having time, my friend. Because issue four came out this week, yeah, which I mean, kind of blew my mind. Is that like four issues in three months? I. No. I I, I, in two months. I, I, I'm like, when was the last issue? Was it just two, was, weeks, like, ago? two weeks, one ago. weeks ago? Yeah, I was just like, I have no idea why they're shipping this so soon I feel after like it the was next. Issue one, then issue mm-hmm. two a month later, then issue three a month later, and then issue four two weeks after the Two first weeks issue. after that, and I'm just like, dudes, don't do that. I but, don't. But that, that's what Marvel did with, with Punisher. Punisher yeah. was issue one, then two weeks later, issue two, and then a month before issue three. Yeah, it's just this weird, like, I don't know, I guess Stephen Wacker's like, tries to get issues in the can it's it's marvel's new thing apparently of trying to get more than 12 issues a year yeah it, which it's I, a stated policy right right which is just a huge it's mistake. a really bad idea yeah, unless a, unless you hit a regular rhythm do you know what i mean mm-hmm. every three weeks sure do right. not do every right. month apart from when it's not every month well because that's a risk of disaster exactly i mean it 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 worked you know, it when it worked with Ultimate Spider-Man, it was great. But in terms of, you know, I still can't believe they're making that approach, considering it it was so fucked up. Grant Morrison's X-Men run way back when, and they, you know, I, I don't know. It's just it's baffling to me. Uh, I read I read Daredevil number four. I was hoping to get your uh, I did your takes on it. Hopefully, at some point we will. And we will th- be this weekend, up. honestly, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, I mean, no, you may not. You may not. You might not get through it. I I realize that unlike me, you sir are you're getting all of the DC fifty two books. So yeah, I'm, I'm getting them all mailed, and it's like, really, I have to read. I have to read twelve books before tomorrow. But it gets, <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, I have all of these reads. Like I need mm-hmm. to start picking more things. It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I read Witch Doctor number three, which I enjoyed. Uh, for people who have picked up the first two issues on my recommendation, I, I, I'm still going to. I'm, I, they're actually I have to read them. They're on my iPad or on Kate's iPad, I should say. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, issue three, I thought did a, this is supposed to be. They sort of made it sound like this was going to be the issue where you had a better sense of what was going on and sort of the setup. And I thought they did. Uh, a pretty good job with it actually and 
I guess because Witch Doctor is the sort of book where half the fun is the explaining, um, it didn't really seem to slow down the pace at all, appreciably. Mm-hmm. Um, and the art was lovely, so... I know, it's it's the second of uh, two series that I bought based on your recommendation. Well, on, on digital, I should say. My Which goodness. Versus um, Criminal. Oh really? The new criminal storyline is all available on Comicsology for one ninety nine an issue. Ooh, that's a really good. Also, Casanova is now available two weeks after release for one ninety nine instead of three ninety nine. Yeah, that's kind of amazing. Someone, I think, I think David Brothers mentioned David, that in David passing, Brothers, yeah. and I actually was like, I'm, I, I, I was like, well, for a buck ninety nine, yeah, <laughs> I no, might exactly. pick up an extra like, copy of that. Mm-hmm. But I was also thinking, screw buying it in the store. Right, which is the unfortunate. If, if it's, but that's that's honestly where I'm at. If it's mm-hmm. a choice between four dollars or two dollars, sorry, five dollars or two. Five dollars and two dollars, yeah. Um, and all you lose is mm-hmm. the letters column. I was going to say the direct market. Uh, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> I mean, I'm kidding because of course it's Casanova. It's not you know fucking for yourself. But no, it's true. If you if all you lose is the letters column, it's like it's like really I can wait to. Yeah, you know, actually, I'm I'm having a lot of hand wringing about, uh, you know, Dark Horse is selling is it has an empowered bundle where it's all six volumes of empowered, for, for like thirty dollars, right? Thirty five dollars, and it includes insane. the two one shots. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, dude, I, because I'm very much of this thing. Like, it's like if I can. But wait, you own all the books already, don't you? Exactly, I do. But so this is... don't buy them again. <laughs> I love how you said that. Jeff, don't be an idiot. But and this is my problem is I'm caught between not being an idiot and being an idiot because I'm like <laughs> Really that's your problem. Yeah, that kind I of is. Uh-huh. I could be an idiot or I don't be an idiot. Which do I choose? Right. Right. Exactly. I'm still kind of up in the air about it. Cause the way I look at it is I've got six volume I've got all these books. I've got all these books. If I buy it on digitally and then I sell all those books, it actually means I have more space. Like, this yeah, is supposed that, to be the idea. Is, yeah, that is tempting. Yeah, so that's the point where I'm like, now, having looked at it, it's one of those sort of frustrating, like, I was like, oh, maybe I'll be able to see a profit. But the the fact of the matter is, for what they're selling on Amazon is, unless I set a hard price for them, like say six dollars a volume, and wait until they sell, most of the volumes are selling for like four or five bucks, and so I would still be, I would st- basically I would be trading in my direct copies for digital, and suddenly I would have, you know, and I'd be paying five bucks to do it, and I'm kind of like, if that's, I mean, as we've talked about this, when that's 500 issues of Spider-Man, I'm down with it. I'm like, when it's six issues of Empowered that I've read and liked, but I'm not honestly sure how much I'll be coming back to, I'm like a lot more uh, fidgety. Yeah. You know? Interestingly enough, the, the flip side of this is um, the movie Drive came out, which I haven't seen, but I'm dying to see. I have uh, One of my friends saw it just before it came out. He's, he reviews, and mm-hmm. he was in love with it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, he was he was stunned by how much he liked it. Yeah, I I've had my fingers crossed on this one for a long, long time. So I'm looking forward to it. And in the course of I don't know, I think actually it was Brubaker uh, on on Twitter pointed out uh, something that I was not aware of, which is that it's based on a novel, uh, and that the novel is written by this guy James Salas, 
who has written um, a bunch of other mysteries and um, Brew Waker said really great things about his books and I'm like huh so they're actually pretty cheap on the Kindle so mm-hmm. I you know I for two dollars and fifty cents you can get an entire book of his and I'm like hell I'll pay that and well, I'll get exactly, it exactly yeah yeah so I'm in the process of doing that and was enjoying it and kind of loving it but I also did have this weird moment and this shows you just how slow an individual that I am Graham that I was like wait a minute I'll never be able to resell this <laughs> <laughs> like this is just now occurring to me and on the one hand I'm kind of fine with that but part of me is oh you know what happened is that the twist of this is you, you managed can... to resell it anyway I did it's fa- I just had to throw in my iPad as an actual incentive no 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 um is that that now the you know uh, a lot of public libraries are have can Kindle apps. Yes. You have, you have I was actually reading about this today. Right. And god damn do I fucking hate San Francisco Public Library. Their their website is designed like a piece of steaming crap. So that when I found out about it yesterday, I went to try and find out if San Francisco Public Library was part of the program and part of the rollout. And I swear to God, I could find nothing on anyone's site. So today I found it and found the links. And of course, most of the the books, yeah, the books that are there are there. Most of them have like 18 holds on them or something like that. But I, but I kind of had this thing because I've been checking out a lot of books on using overdrive and the overdrive app which i don't like nearly as much as the kindle app but i've read a couple of books on it and i like reading books on the kindle i mean on on the ipad and not having them lying around like i've reached that stage in my life where i'm like okay i have to stop cluttering my life with stuff it's amazing how much clutter i still have despite having that attitude and um so I, but there was something about that. Well, if I can get these books for the Kindle, if I can read them on the Kindle, but I don't even have to buy them, why am I buying a book that I don't own, you know, or I own in a way that is like not owning it at all? And the next time I want it, I could just check it out of the library again. Currently, the argument against is there are 76 book, you know, 76 holds for the Game of Crown, you know, first Game of Crowns book. Thrones. Thrones. Thank you. <laughs> Fuck. I'm like, that sounds I, I'm wrong. I'm not ready either. <laughs> uh, yes. At least you got the name right. I'm like, no, Graham, I'm talking about the cheap Japanese knockoff. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking ja- yeah, Game of Crowns. Yeah, exactly. It's like those cheap uh, videos that come out, you know, that rip off like, you know, Goshzilla and uh, no, no, no. What was Omega Men or, you know, the thing, We Are Legend. You know, those guys who are. We Are Legend is awesome. Yeah, it's like... I have legend. No, there's more of us. There's more of us. Well, no, these... It's also great when they... There's a book that's in the public domain, and they're like, there's nothing stopping us from doing the time machine, my friend, except a budget, and we're not letting that stop us. Well, it's like the... um, When Marvel did Thor, and the... the, I think it's called Legendary. I can't remember the name of the... Yeah. Company is the cheap ones. Did Almighty Thor? Yeah, the exactly. The newspaper did a, a comparison of the two, and they're like, actually, we prefer the Almighty Thor. See, that's great. I love that shit. There is part of me that loves the idea that people are like, you know, there's a bunch of suckers at Blockbuster who kind of don't care as long as it seems like something they might watch. So let's put Mark DeCascos in it, and boom, it's out the door. 
I kind of dig that. Anyway, uh, yeah, Game of Crowns. So <laughs> my point being, I'm slowly catching on to the idea that although I own it on digital, there's no res- really there's no room, but there's no resale value. All right, there's no owning. So part of me is like, at that point, does $35 for Empowered seem like a great deal if I can get rid of the volumes, or does it seem like a terrible mistake? But, you see, this is why I use the library so much. Mm-hmm. Because I'm paying nothing. Right. And therefore, oh. that, to my mind, is much, much better. Do you know what I mean? Like, because yeah. I'm... I am putting out nothing, and I'm reading these things, and if I like them, then I can decide whether I want to own them. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, and, but I also don't have the clutter at any point. Like, I have the clutter for the three weeks I have the books. Right. Right, right, right. And I am envious of that. Believe me, I really am. Because my, my shelves are, are currently overflowing with stuff. In fact... I was thinking at some point, like some of these things, I'm I'm like, I might just try giving them away on the podcast rather than trying to sell some of them. Cause... Oh my God, what are you giving away? Uh, whoa, whoa, slow down a little bit there, soldier. First off, Graham, you would not be qualified to enter. No, 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 not me. I'm, no, I'm kidding. Nice for the listeners. <laughs> well, uh, okay, I'll tell you what, I will do my first, do you want to do our first wait what giveaway now? Sure. Okay. I ended up, because of me being a very stupid head, I ended up with an extra copy of the super gorgeous Wolverine Dead of Death one-shot with amazing art by David Asha uh, and with story by uh, David Lapham. And we need to come up with a way that people uh, should just be the first person who emails, wait, what? Or should we do a thing? Because I don't know, because first person... It, it mean, really depends on who downloads it first. Do you know what I mean? That's, right. That's in a way not fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but agree. At the same time, how do you do it randomly otherwise? Do yeah. I mean, like everyone yeah. emails and then we just choose one. That's kind of. Yeah, it's that seems yeah. a little dopey too. Oh, or, or do we do a, a contest? We we should. I I think that would be it. But what kind of contest? Like, um, would it listeners, be like listeners? Yes. Wolverine is the best there is of what he does. But what is it that he does? <laughs> Tell us what Wolverine does best. Following up on my Charles Nelson Riley imitation of last week, <laughs> we're going to do match I, game. Yes. Who is the second best at doing that thing, and why is Wolverine better? Nice. Oh my God, Graham, you are a natural-born contest maker. Okay. Yes, that is it. Um, and email waitwhatpodcast at gmail dot com. Lovely. That, yes. Yes. So yes, that's what is Wolverine the best at? Yes. Who's the second best? Yes. And why is Wolverine better than him slash her? Yes. Best answer gets the fucking fabulous looking Wolverine Dead of Death one sh- Dead of Death one shot uh, mailed to them um, <laughs> with it with a card signed by me and uh, I don't think Graham just would forge my signature. Okay, I'll do that. I'll get Edie to forge your signature. Oh, even better. Yeah, a card a card signed by me uh, by Jeff and Jeff's wife. Yeah. As you, which is much better, because seriously, it's going to be, you know, if it was me signing both of them, people would be like, these guys are, like, functionally illiterate. So, I, I just couldn't do the damage to your reputation that way, Graham. Uh, but this you'll happily let your wife do. Yes. Oh, happily. Awesome. Happily. Yes. Um, we didn't finish the 52 for this week, by the way. 
Oh, <laughs> best two titles. Really, two? Yeah, really? Legion of Superheroes, which is if you're reading Legion of Superheroes before, it's just like that, but features <laughs> the dumbest, dumbest thing ever, oh, which nice. is the Legion go undercover. <laughs> okay. And they all go in disguise, apart from two new new legionnaires who don't go in disguise, and they're like, no one knows you've joined the legion, therefore you'll be fine. Both of them are wearing legion logos on their costumes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, it's it's fine. It has to be said, after all my really wanting to love Paul Evans' return to the legion, I think right. I have to just admit that it's over. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think I think I have to admit that it's not the same, and... You know, I can't keep spending two ninety nine on nostalgia, hoping it's going to get better. Right. I, I, it's yeah. Sorry, it really actually does kind of upset me to admit that, but it's 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 what's happening. Mm. Um, and the other one is Captain Atom. Which, wow. ladies and gentlemen, if you've ever wanted to read Doctor Manhattan, the early years, Captain Atom is your book. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. I, you know, it's funny because Hibbs. I think. Captain kind of, Adam, that's it. It's your book. If you want to read Doctor Manhattan in early years, by JT Crow. Ooh, yeah. See, I'm totally like, yeah, that's. Yeah, exactly. I pulled it up and then I dropped it down. I should have dropped it down first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, oof. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. You know, it's it's interesting. I looked through the. Because Hibbs kind of dug the the art on that, and oh, the like, art's lovely. The art yeah. is really really nice. It's Freddie Williams who did. Um, he ended up doing the art for Mister Miracle and Seven Soldiers, mm. um, and then he did uh, the Flash, I think, for a while. Then he did GSA All Stars, mm. um, but he's got a really nice thing going on with these inks here, which is basically everything that isn't Captain Adam has. Uh... Do you remember Peter Snageberg? Yes. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's very like his inking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and Captain Adam has a different style of inking, which is yep. more brush-like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, it, it's really nice. Yeah, it, it really gives it a nice otherworldly feel. Or as I think Hibbs put it, which I really like, the idea, it's its almost as if Captain Adam's the only real thing in, in his book and everyone else is insubstantial I guess which is which is very intentional the entire point of the first issue is essentially he realizes that he can manipulate reality mm. and he is understandably completely fucking freaked out by that realization yeah yeah no it's it's kind of a it's kind of a nice hook I kind of understood the the appeal of it in a way what I was kind of surprised by is it's essentially Firestorm's powers so what is Firestorm going to be doing Dude, I don't know. I I, I I don't know. I I also had that moment. No, seriously, this is. I hold out hope because I didn't read it. I'm like, God, wouldn't it be great if Captain Adam was again not set in the 52? You know what I mean? Like, I I mean, in the DCU, like he actually gets sort of his own universe to sort of manipulate or something, and then eventually it comes to the point where he can sort of enter the DCU, I suppose, with like a completely weird universe. You know built behind him of his own making oh you're such an optimist and excited excitable <laughs> reminds me I read I also read last week the collection of Legion Lost the original 12 issue series from like 2000 oh yeah god damn that's some great comics I, I've heard really great things about like, it like legitimately fucking awesome <laughs> completely takes it does everything you'd want a story with that setup to do mm-hmm. everything Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was genuinely 
just gulps max by how much I liked it. Huh. Well, that's great. Is and that I love Legion. currently available trade? Or? It's a hardcover. It just came out like a month ago. Wow. Okay. That's a little little it's rich for my cheap. blood, yeah. but I may check it out. Um, yeah, when it comes out in paperback, you should definitely, definitely pick it up. Um, yeah, it's it's very, very good. You know the setup, right? Uh, I do not. The setup is essentially because of something that has happened that you don't see and isn't a spin-off from another book. You just don't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, half of the Legion are in an entirely different universe and they have mm-hmm. no way of getting home. Mm-hmm. One of their team is dead and died saving their lives and mm-hmm. um, getting them there. Mm-hmm. And it's, so it's, you know, it's Voyager. Mm-hmm. Or in space, wherever it is, we have to go home. And then there is there is a twist towards the end of the book, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Which literally takes it from this is a really fun story to oh that's fucking great. Wow, interesting. Uh, which ends, which leads to a climax, which finishes the story really well. But mm-hmm. also, you can see why they were like, let's relaunch Legion afterwards, because mm-hmm. it also gives a lot more impetus to the relationships between other characters by the end of it. Huh. Oh, interesting, sir. I have to say, you, uh, you've you piqued my curiosity. Yeah, I really, really liked it. Huh. huh. That's great. Like I said, I know there are some people, and it's I'm blocking, who have said great things about it. So, um, And uh, let's see, anything... Uh, is this about time to wrap up? I know this was I'm, super I'm speedy. To, uh, but... Yeah, I'm trying to think if we have other things that we should be talking about. I mean, I know... If what, I... what else came out this week? Schism came out, which I didn't read because I've not been to the store, but I, I really appreciated someone who I can't remember, but someone on Twitter was like, you guys have to read it because it's exactly what you said it was going to be. <laughs> you know, interestingly enough, I've read, flipped through it in the store, and of course, Alan Davis's art is lovely. Um, the, I think my problem with it was I was kind of okay with it, Basically, I was pretty much okay with it until they started fighting. So but, why do they start fighting? Because apparently the reason they start fighting is hilarious. Uh, well, see, this is kind of it. I kind of think that there is something that... that uh, up until the idea that they're actually going to start slugging each other with it, there's this, you know, first, as you know, you've seen uh, Cyclops sort of compromise this other character, one of the new mutants, by having her kill a bunch of people, and she's like, it's okay if I could just sort of stop seeing their faces sort of thing, and there's this super mutant, uh, super sentinel slash plot hammer that is marching toward Utopia, and I browse through it quickly. I have no idea why essentially the entire island has been evacuated, with the exception of Cyclops, Wolverine, and um the the new mutants essentially and Cyclops is like okay we're gonna take our stand we can do this wait wait and, why why did he evacuate everyone else and keep them I don't know I maybe they were getting a sandwich I mean I really browsed through it super quickly I do, I really hope that's address I hope it's not just okay guys we're keeping you around because you guys are in the tie and comic yeah 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 no I don't think it's that I'm sure that it's not in fact but here let's see if um, maybe I should <clears throat> look at the appropriate pages one second here we should just start thinking this bunch shouldn't we yeah we, we really should wait do I have it it is interesting I said if, if I was in a 
better mood when we started this podcast. Uh, I was originally planning to sing Life on Mars by David Bowie. Because oh my god. In my head all day. Um, Isn't that then, such a great song? It's a spectacular song. And also, as we said, my favorite version is not David Bowie's. Have you heard the Divine Comedies version? No, I haven't. It's really, really good. I should send you an MP3. The uh, yeah, please do the the version that was featured on uh, the Life Aquatic with Steve Sizu. Um, oh, uh, the, the, the God, I've completely forgotten his name. Mm-hmm. I want to say that's, S- that, that's, I've got that album. I can't mm-hmm. remember the guy's name. Yeah, Sue uh, George. Sue George. It is Sue George. Yes, thank you. I I dearly love that uh, version. In fact, it's kind of great. Okay, let's see here. Uh, yeah, Super Sentinel. Blah blah blah. They can't shut it down. Yada yada yada. Uh, it's coming for Utopia. Oh, I guess everyone's everyone has left Utopia doing other stuff. They've what? All, it, they've been set up. Like two hundred people in Utopia, and they all just happen to be out. Uh, Pixie was incapacitated <laughs> by Sentinels. Danny's team is stranded on Iran. Storm at last contact was negotiating Sentinel shutdown terms with the Chinese government, not responding to telepathic stress calls. Currently, two other teams en route via. Blackbird, and those are the new ones. Oh, and then there's the alien facehugger types that the alien parasites that have incapacitated, mo- like Namor and Emma and the rest of everyone. So alien facehuggers? Yeah, didn't you read issue three? You should know this. Like they've got a page, and then alien facehugger. There's not because there's like I, fucking I, aliens I, on these faces, man. Seriously. Here's like I did read issue three. I don't remember alien facehuggers at all. I'll have to go back and read issue three again. Yeah, maybe you should, or I don't know, maybe it's some other thing. I, I don't think so, but you know, I, I you know, that's spectacular alien faceovers. Yeah, and of course, Alan Davis art is really does make it look kind of sort of classic and epic and lovely. So, um, yeah. As so you said, the, Alan Davis, um, the, the Captain America titles. Holy mm-hmm. shit, they're getting good artists. Yeah, they really Alan are. Davis they? is taking over from Steve McNiven, and Francesco for Francavilla is taking over from Chris Omni and Captain wow. America. That's a very nice little transition, actually. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's an amazing lineup in the Captain America books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so, basically, it's all these new mutanty type kids are like, you want, I hope you don't think you're finding that thing alone. You want X-Men? You've got X-Men. And he sort of looks at them for a minute, and he's like, all right, we can do this. And... Wolverine basically climbs out of the water after being knocked there by a sentinel and is like, no, no, get those kids the hell out of here. You know, and, and Cyclops is like, this thing isn't stopping Logan. He's like, no, it ain't, which is why you got to evacuate Utopia. And I, I really do kind of like, they're arguing about it. And, you know, he's like, Wolverine's like, these are kids. And Cyclops is like, you see children, I see X-Men. And the thing that I really like is, is Wolverine's like, oops. Hello? Yeah, sorry, I wanted to wait until the plane the, the from finished. Yeah, <laughs> crashing. So, so Wolverine is like what? Wolverine says, and I, I thought this was actually kind of a great little point, is he's like, we, you know, I've, basically, I've, I've done everything you've ever asked me to do. I've kept all your secrets. I've lied to my friends. I've killed who you said to kill. I did all of that so they wouldn't have to. And I kind of like that. No, so, I, that's the last thing. Mm-hmm. I actually ultimately like the conflict. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think it's beyond stupid that the conflict then leads to them having a fight while yeah. all of this is going around. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, the idea of schism is great, but the mm-hmm. series is hobbled by the needs to actually have a fight. Oh, you know what? I don't see... There's a reversal here. There's a very good chance it's not Wolverine at all now. Interesting. I missed this page. So what happens is Wolverine is, like, basically... You know, is, says is all this stuff. He might have be because basically he storms off. He goes into his quarters. He's opening a safe. Quentin Quire shows up and basically taunts him and says, uh, "You know, I want you to know when I'm leading the X Men, you can expect things to be different." And he, op- you know, Logan opens his safe and Quentin Quire looks surprised and he's like, "Whoa, is that what I?" And Logan says, "If you're anywhere near as smart as you think you are, kid, you'll get the hell out of the way." And Quinn Quire says, or what? You'll remember the last time we fought, don't you? Wolverine turns and says, yeah, snicked. Matter of fact, I do. You see an exterior shot, which is someone screaming uh, from the building. And the various new mutants are like, was that? And then they get distracted by the Sentinel. And then Wolverine shows up in his full outfit with... 2,000 pounds of plastic explosives that he has armed, and he's going to blow the whole thing to hell, and he tells everyone to evacuate. And that's when Cyclops and Wolverine basically start fighting after two more... Well, actually, he says, like, we went off track, Scott, somewhere along the way, whenever we started expecting kids to be our combat troops. Um, I'm pushing this button. Walk away, Scott. And then they start taunting each other about Gene and they start punching and then it gets stupid but I had this moment of like oh wait maybe Quinn Quire took his form yeah there we go right we'll get out of this stupid thing so who knows maybe maybe Jason Aaron's got an out built in there I don't know but you've got four pages of them punching each other and slashing and shooting and it's, it's dumb. funny I actually bought it on Comicsology while we're talking and uh-huh. yeah, you really do just have lots and lots and lots of fighting yeah yeah, and it's it's really a shame because, like I said, up to that point, I thought Aaron did such a really nice job with the presenting the characters in ways that I could sort of respect. Like it, it honestly, if Civil War had presented this dichotomy sort of this well or built to it this well, I think it would have been fine up until they started punching too. But yeah, ultimately now I'm just like, ah, oh, that ending just really is terrible. So. So there we have it. I should have acted a little more. I should have done my Wolverine voice, bub. It's not as good as yours. So I, I'm, is... I'm in such a bad mood, I can't even do it. Oh, really? See, you should... This is what happens. We when, should... I, when I get in a bad mood, I can't do Wolverine. Oh. I can do Wolverine when I'm feeling happy. Oh. Dear See... listeners, that's a lesson to all of you as to why you should make me happy. <laughs> I was about to say, don't make Ryan McMillan angry. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. No, you're literally with, I'm not entertaining anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't turn green. He just becomes less entertaining, which is a shame because we could have done a tag team random uh, reading of Schism that would have blown everyone's mind. I bet Maybe I could have done an okay Cyclops. Yeah, oh, you, you know what I actually, I think I am going to basically say this and then we'll, we'll stop because I do have a hard stop. You know what I, I was sent this week, this weekend that I read that was spectacular? Archie the Married Life Volume 1 the collection of the first 12 issues of the series in which there's two futures one Archie's married Veronica the other Archie's married Betty and no joke fucking awesome is it is it Michael Uslin doing either no, both it's, neither it's Paul, it's Paul Coverberg and uh, Norm Brayfogle oh wow Norm Brayfogle I knew he was doing Archie stuff that's right uh, wow that's great so good huh and seriously completely enjoyable and when you read Criminal, 
Uh, well, that's the thing is, is, you kind of think Archie might have done this better. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> totally. Totally. Well, no, I, I, you know, part of, right up until the end for me anyway, part of what I've makes... I've not read the end, don't spoil it. I won't. Part of what makes Criminals uh, Last of the Innocent so enjoyable is actually how well it works as uh, an Archie Noir comic. So, um, it's really, really very cleverly done. Uh, blah. All right. Well, we covered a bunch of stuff, and I may well edit me trying to explain what the hell happened in X-Men Schism, because I think it was dull, but... <laughs> Certainly, there were a lot of books. People leave it in, leave it in, so people know what we're talking about. I think I can jump to the end. We'll see, but because okay. I'm like, I'm like somebody. I was like, I don't know why they left Utopia. I'm like, somebody went out for a sandwich. I think I should just cut it there, because honestly, uh, <laughs> yeah, real, reality isn't that much more interesting. It really isn't. Although it's great, because you're like, you don't know anything about the face hugging aliens. So, um, wow. Damn church bells. So annoying. So let's go. So let's say farewell to the listeners. Please yes, enter I the contest. I, I'm going to tell Jeff why I'm angry now. He's supposed to be very, very amused. <laughs> oh, oh dear, as Grandma said. Really. It'll be awesome. Um, listeners, please enter the contest. It's the first time we've had a contest, I think. And you should encourage us to do more contests yes. by entering this one. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll do more, and Jeff can give away more of his stuff, which would be great. Yes, because I know it will all come from Jeff's home, and I think that's a reason enough to enter. Well, although, frankly... Everyone's stalkerish intentions can be helpful. <laughs> Honestly, Graham, you've got a ton of stuff, unless you've somehow gotten rid of, that I'm sure you would be perfectly happy. Oh, yeah, no, that, that, is, that is completely true. Yeah. Um, I would just have to drive up there and take, take the box of stuff, and then... <laughs> okay. Yes. Everyone, goodbye. Uh, I'm going to tell Costa to Jeff now. <laughs> yes. Can't wait. <laughs>